Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, April 26th. Is one of the most commonly held beliefs about maximising retirement income misplaced? Financial planners often recommend withdrawing a higher level of RRIF assets up to the threshold of a client's current tax bracket and before the required age of 72 as a key strategy to help maximise retirement income in the most tax-efficient way. But that, says FP Canada, oversimplifies what is a complex set of circumstances and may not be in the client's best interest. Doug Chandler, an actuary specialising in retirement research and an associate fellow of the National Institute on Ageing, recently carried out research into assessing the value of withdrawing more from RRIFs than required and earlier. Funded by the FP Canada Research Foundation, the study revealed that using a rule-of-thumb approach to withdrawals that are based on just one future scenario are unreliable and misleading. RRIF strategies should include a client's potential lifespan and how their investment returns may pan out, Chandler said. He noted that, for example, if returns are weaker than expected, the perceived advantages of withdrawing more earlier can be erased. The research concludes that financial planners should use their professional judgment to tailor solutions to individual clients' circumstances and avoid relying on one-size-fits-all strategies. The full report is available on the FP Canada Research Foundation website. A revival for Canadian mutual fund sales two months ago was short-lived, according to the latest stats from IFIC. The figures for March reveal net redemptions of $3.4 billion, erasing the rebound in February, which saw $3.3 billion of net sales, and marking a return to a withdrawal trend for the funds. Mutual fund assets totaled $1.9 trillion at the end of March, increasing 0.8% month over month, or $15.3 billion. Redemptions were led by long-term balanced funds at $4.2 billion and equity funds at almost $2 billion. This was offset by net sales of bond and specialty long-term funds and $1.8 billion for money market funds. For ETFs, there was further interest in March with net sales of $6.8 billion, building on the $4.1 billion recorded in the previous month. Highlights include a tripling of net sales for long-term equity funds to $3.8 billion and a billion-dollar boost for bonds to $2.3 billion from the previous month. Balanced funds added $156 million and money market funds gained $795 million, while specialty was the only category to record net redemptions of $190 million. ETF assets totaled $337.1 billion at the end of March, up by 2.8% or $9.2 billion compared to February. First Republic Bank is exploring divesting $50 to $100 billion of assets as the beleaguered lender attempts to rescue itself from the turmoil that engulfed the industry last month. Bloomberg reports that the sales, which include long-dated mortgages and securities, are aimed at reducing the mismatch between the bank's assets and liabilities, one of the factors that's left First Republic teetering after a run on deposits in March, according to people familiar with the matter. Potential buyers, including large US banks, could receive warrants or preferred equity as an incentive to buy assets above their market value, one of the people said. A day after First Republic reported earnings that fell far short of analysts' estimates, the full extent of the challenges facing the bank are dawning on investors. A key component of its prior success, the wealth management business for ultra-rich clients, may have its wings clipped, and now it's also facing the prospect of having to unload a large portion of its assets. Shares plummeted 49% to a record low on Tuesday. 
The lender's trying to shore up its balance sheet to avoid being seized by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corp and clear the path for a possible capital raise, the person said. It may need the US government to facilitate negotiations with some of the country's largest banks to stabilise the lender as it executes its turnaround. That would be a much cheaper alternative than a failure of the company. A spokesman for the San Francisco-based firm declined to comment. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, Ontario Teachers is closing its Asia equity team in Hong Kong. I like bringing on clients and exceeding their expectations, says a top advisor. And AI is changing the big tech investment landscape. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.